Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to another enlightening episode of Healthy Mind Healthy Life. I'm your host Avik and today in this podcast which is dedicated to exploring the integrated connection between our mental well-being and the pursuit of a fulfilling life. So today we are honored to have a remarkable guest joining us, Alison David. So she is a true musical medicine woman, renowned singer, writer and the speaker so alison's passion uh, lies in teaching people the magical and transformative powers of their own voice so as a musical medicine woman she guides creatives and visionaries to activate their voices empowering them with the confidence to manifest their visions shape the world they want to see and leave a lasting impact so while many may assume that alison's magnetic stage presence translates into unwavering confidence she openly shares that her personal journey has begun i mean has been the process of learning how to confidently show up not just on stage but in all aspects of her life so as a performer and people pleaser she grappled with the challenge of adopting different personas to satisfy her audience leaving her questioning the authenticity of her true voice so it was through her own exploration of the healing powers of the voice and sound that alison discovered invaluable tools that have not only transformed her own life but also equipped her to support her clients on their journeys of self discovery and empowerment so by embracing this tool she ga- she has gained the uh, confidence to show up in the world as her authentic self so in this episode alison will delve into the profound impact of the voice as a sound healing tool so she will share how freeing our voices it's it's not only essential for our overall well-being but also enables us to tap into our inner wisdom reprogram our minds and create healing vibrations within our bodies so join us as we embark on the captivating conversation with alison david where we will explore the profound connection between our voices our well-being and our ability to live truly fully and freely so prepared to be inspired as we uncover the transformative power of unlocking our voices and embracing our unique essence so without further ado let's dive into this soul stirring conversation with alison david on healthy mind and healthy life so welcome to the show alison 
Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. And it's lovely to hear you speak the words that you just spoke. Um, it's super brilliant just to even speak about the power of the voice in the way that you did. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we are really very honored to have you because this is something, this is something, uh, I won't say it's a topic, it's something, a uh, gift, I will say. Uh, it's an energy that can definitely help us into our into balancing our healthy mind and the healthy life. So before uh-huh. we, so before we get deeper into this topic, like can you share with us how you discovered the healing powers of the voice and the sound, and how it impacted your own personal journey? Well, actually, I lived and worked in India, Ooh. and it was. Yes. And um, and it was there that I started to tap into just how magical I could, how magically I could fix tension in my body. Um, I was working in hotels singing and um, before my gigs, I got to go to the health club and I was sitting in the steam room and toning. So toning is um, just making a sound like often it can just be ah and um, feeling the vibrations in my body. Um, And that came from years before I'd strained my voice and my singing teacher, who was a holistic singing teacher, had told me that I could have uh, 15 minutes of hot steam Mm -hmm. to um soothe my my vocal folds and so what i was doing that in the in the steam room before my gigs and then i started toning i started making these sounds there was nobody else there most of the time and um and so i noticed that the i was giving myself a massage and that also has reference to years before when i was at drum and bass nightclubs standing in front of the speakers and just putting my back against the speaker and just feeling the vibrations in my body and if you see what happens with a glass of water when you put it next to loud music and the ripples that occurred it kind of all joined together in my head in the steam room in india um and it just it said hang on a minute i can do that internal massage with my tone to the wa- using the water in my body and so that was the first stage of learning about the healing tool um then as time went on just recognizing for example i could be in any state of mind um and sing a gig and feel better and not just any state of mind, but also a state of health. You know, I could have a stomach ache or a cold or hay fever or sort of depression like feelings. And, um, and then by the time I finished singing, I felt better. So then I realized it was a healer in that respect. And meanwhile, I mean, I was living and working in India, um, maybe 15 years ago or something like that. So in that time, sound healing has become a thing, hasn't it? Like more and more uh, people know what it is, like whether it's gongs and tuning forks and heat um, crystal bowls and, um, you know, the Tibetans have been using bowls for a very long time. And um, so I started to realize, hang on a minute, we've got this tool, you know, yes, we can go and get a a sound healing with a gong or whatever, but we've got this tool here and I really want to share it. I wanted people to share it. 
Uh, there was another piece to that as well. I'd go into the steam room, do some toning and give myself a little bit of a massage. And then I would sing my gig. And while I was singing my gig, I would think, like direct the sound with my thought to the parts of my body that were feeling tense. So it was often the shoulders. And I like now I'm doing it, right? And you can't tell, but I'm I'm thinking about my right shoulder blade, my left shoulder blade. And I am tuning in and feeling the vibration of my voice in the left shoulder blade. And just by doing that and like singing my gig that night, combined with the steam room, uh-huh. meant that the next day the, the knot was gone. And so I, you know, it was an experimental thing. So I've been doing that, sharing that with people as much as I can and working with the energy of water, working with water to, um, yeah, because it's partly the the marriage of the sound and the water that that's working. And then, it, you know, you just keep studying and learning and learning. If you've heard of a guy called Masuro Emoto, have you heard of him? Oh, uh, no. So where, where is from? He's a Japanese guy and he I don't know I don't think he's still alive but he did these experiments where he he exposed water to words and music and yeah. photographed the water crystals and if you look at his research it's everywhere on the internet sometimes they call him a pseudo scientist and um but he did these experiments and photographed the water crystals and depending on the music and the words was how geometrically beautiful the crystals appeared um and there are more and more studies they haven't reached scientific forefront yet but there are more and more studies that water takes on vibrations um of words etc and and so using knowing that where i was working with water i started adding words to the magic that was happening with using sound words and researching again i um there's this lovely quote that nobody knows exactly who wrote it but he often bruce lee is often attributed to this quote um and he talks about he says something like don't talk badly about yourself um words are very potent that's why they call it spelling and so then i started to get this idea of like you know bad spells and good spells and you know like when they use magic words um how many magic words um you know whatever whenever there's magic there's always magic words um so understanding that um i'm learning about chakras and the throat chakra is the chakra of man- manifestation so that's also you know using words is the only way you're going to get a really good idea to come into fruition um so there was that oh there's just so many things um so yeah all of this is just helping me um work with different people and the magic word that has been the most harmful in the people i meet is i can't sing somebody has said i can't sing or you can't sing or get out of my choir or can you be quiet please or your ideas are useless and I meet people in their 50s and 60s who are still believing these bad spells that were cast on them. And then one more thing, in the Bible, and that equals the Jewish and Muslim text, the beginning, Old Testament, in the beginning was the word. And as far as I understand, in the Bhagavad Gita, in the beginning was the Om. So also that's super powerful. That's mm-hmm. starters. <laughs> <laughs> exactly so so um i i i really loved loved what you mentioned and um so i have recently i have uh uh like uh, launched my book about seven chakras 
um so uh, unfortunately it's it's not available online because i have just launched in india but very soon i'll be definitely uh, keeping it on uh, amazon and other uh, platforms so that it will be available everyone i'll definitely share that link with you but also about the om you are saying uh, it it's it's a great energy of attraction i would say so when we chant this like om so it's it's a kind of vibration inside your body and you can feel that and once you start uh chanting that uh in a in a in an empty room or maybe in a calm place calm area where you sit and uh, you chant this you you can feel the energies coming to you uh, uh within within surrounding you uh, so yeah it's it's a great energy power i would say Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I love chanting and I love mantra. And uh, I learned, uh, yeah, I used to chant a mantra of um, Durga oh. uh, to warm up my voice when I was singing because I thought, well, while I'm warming up, I could just also bring in some divine mother energy. And um, and also, I was quite ashamed to sing you know like warm-up exercises were like you know la 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 and they're quite attention seeking whereas because i had lived in india if you were just chanting oh my green green like it's not someone can look at you differently you know but it's quite normal for some cultures to be in that space and um so that was how i kind of allowed myself to warm up to start with not now but then Mm. And then 108 times, you know, you can really go around uh, that mantra and just, you know, use it different ways, different tones, different speeds. And so, yeah, I like doing two things at the same time. Wow. Wow. So um, I guess you have also visited. So where have you been in India? Like uh, when you were here? Well, so. I was I was working in uh Delhi in the Hyatt. Oh. And then I always keep forgetting the the one I was working in Mumbai was uh, is that is it called Maharashtra? Is it was by the um, I can't think what the big giant hotel. It was near the airport. It's uh, um, uh, ITC. Yeah, I think it was. So oh, goodness, having my Tom, brain can't... with having Tom uh, on the upside, the building of the Tom. The Tom. I mean, it's it's a hotel you were saying, right? Where you, where you were it was a hotel. It might have been ITC. Goodness gracious, I completely is that funny? That uh, I can... Yeah, Maharana something, yes, yeah, yeah. It's just two. Yeah, I think it is that. Um, my uh, my agent was Ravi Naya, and he he gave me these jobs. And uh, and so when I was in India, the only time I travelled was a, f- a little tiny, like a few days, like six days in Rishikesh yeah. and like nine days in Goa. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I'm from Delhi. So, uh, yeah, I know, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Delhi and uh, yeah, Hayat, Hayat, the, the area is also very nice over there. And uh, so I guess you have also seen uh, Durga Puja festival here also in Delhi. But uh, uh, Which festival? Durga Puja. Oh, right. No, which one's that? Durga Puja? No, I missed that. I didn't so, know about that. So uh, Durga Puja is a very, um, I mean, uh, it's a very famous uh, festival uh, in India. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it's it's for five days. Uh, people celebrate this. And just prior to five days, there is call uh, like uh, 
you can say ram navami is there so for 9 days uh, people uh, spend that and then <clears throat> there is a 5 days um, celebration happens uh, mostly it it, uh, it is celebrated in east of india which is west bengal uh, but in delhi also uh, there are major uh, areas where uh, it is celebrated so uh, it's it's a very wow. great festival i'd say I uh, I got I arrived in India uh, for Holi it was the first time I arrived as Holi it was like a couple of days or the day after I arrived um and then I got to celebrate it the year after in when I was in Mumbai and Diwali but not none of the others but my daughter went to school there when she when I was there so she went yeah it was in De- in Mumbai she went to a, a catholic school okay. but she had so many days off for all the different festivals it was great yeah. <laughs> great great it's really nice to know uh, uh, someone who been here and also uh, with uh, uh, ideas matching together it's really really very nice yeah so it's a so- pleasure to meet her definitely definitely so also like um so what are some of the common challenges or the barriers uh, that individuals face uh, when it comes to freeing their voice and embracing their uh, unique essence well it's very interesting because so many people have been shut down from being themselves so i think the challenge is the fear of being ostracized um when uh we have so much social conformity that is required to get along when we're young and there's a lot of bruising that happens when people don't fit in or you know we're so sensitive when we're young um and so often well everyone i've met that well i believe nearly everyone i've met has something like that that has happened to them that when they were younger or but i what i hear a lot is people like i have a facebook group free your true voice and on there there's some questions you know what stops you from freeing your true voice is one of them and fear fear is like fear of being hurting people's feelings there's a whole thing around that like you know people blame you for hurting their feelings when you're honest sometimes mm-hmm. um oh you just reminded me when i was in india uh, somebody would say oh you look terrible and um they don't do that in this country they do not say, you look terrible and that means you you know you look tired or something like that well that doesn't go well here so it's a lot sometimes it's cultural um so i mean i've my experience with europeans and americans still is that they have issues around you know whether they come from more expressive countries or not there's still issues around speaking how they feel and the way i've understood it is we are scared of being ostracized from the tribe it's an old story that has been in the olden days if you would have done something to be ostracized you might you might have starved to death and even though that's not the case here now in this country i can speak for that and the europe and america can speak for that you're not going to starve to death just because you've hurt some people's feelings but i imagine when we lived in tribes you know it was more dangerous to be ostracized and so maybe we're carrying the bruising of that and then a lot well all my clients are spiritual people okay and um pretty much all of them 
well, all my direct coaching clients are spiritual people. And, you know, it's been so interesting. I've been, it's been on my mind recently, which burning in this part of the world went on for 500 years. Now, if that is generations and generations of people who could not say, I am a medicine woman, Mm. right? So that wisdom or the thing that makes you odd or quirky in those 500 years, especially as a woman, but I believe it was, it was still dangerous for everyone, but mostly as a woman, um, could have got you killed and burned at the stake and even were treated worse than other criminals. So I feel I feel that that's what holds us back. You know, some deep ancestral pain of being ostracized or killed from our tribe, but it's death, pain of death. It's that. Okay. Understood. Understood. So, so can you provide examples of how the voice can be used as a tool for healing, uh, both emotionally and physically? Okay. Well, you know, I have one client. And she was on antidepressants for on and off for 20 years. And I started um, creating inspired from the steam rooms and birth because of COVID. I created a ceremony that you can do in a bathtub. Mm-hmm. And she started doing this ceremony and she came off antidepressants she's been off for like a year and three quarters now and the ceremony is a relationship to water ceremony and you don't actually need a bathtub but it's better with one and it involved toning using toning Um, and there's three bits of toning that's good so there's one is the one I talked about, like using a sound. So it could be an arm or an R and sending it to the vibrational parts in your body that you would like to feel massaged or relief from tension. And then the other one is letting out all the sounds that it's not socially acceptable to have, like, or crying out loud or pleasure sounds or, um, yeah, just, you know, yawning is also interesting. So many of them, like even laughing is not acceptable sometimes, you know, at certain times. So that's one of the other way we use the sound. The third is, um, oh, my brain has just gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I can't remember. So the third one, let's see. Da, 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 da. I don't know. I can't think right now. Um, so I'll tell you that later. So one of the things we do in the ceremony is toning. And then another thing we do is intention setting. And we use uh, the, we speak out what we would like to let go of in our lives. Um, And we speak about what we might like to plant seeds or, but we do it with the moon. So it depends if it's a new moon or a full moon or the energy of the planets, but speaking what you would like to have, this is actually super powerful speaking what you want to see in your life, speaking what you would like to feel in your life. So that's, that happens regularly. And then a bit of self parenting. And so like really being gentle with ourselves and saying soothing words, like, you know, I'm here, I'm here with you. And we do that with using our hands as well on our body. Um, so that process, all of those ways of being kind with your words ha- and has helped her. And then there's things you, so there's other things you can do, like just noticing what comes out of your mouth because we manifest what comes out of our mouth. So learning to be kinder with our words and the thoughts, the mental commentary still words, right? 
you know, oh, I'm so stupid. You might say it, but you also might think it. And so learning to 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 reinvent the language that we use around ourselves. So all of those things are great for your mental health and they're useful for your physical health too. And then the last one, which is just my favorite new one is I get my clients creating mantras. So once you take some powerful words that you want in your life to um, like simple sentences, like I have one that I wrote, which is I am enough. I am enough. I am enough, I am enough. Um, and then, you know, the power of repetition, which you might understand already with the, with the mantra, um, the power of repetition, and then the power of music, which I know you know about that. Um, it affects the pathways in your brain. So using good words, like creating good spells, and then singing them takes them to another level. So all of those things are very good for improving your mental, emotional, and physical health. Definitely, definitely true. So uh, <laughs> thanks for sharing this. Thanks for sharing this. And so uh, also, like, uh, I want to understand, like, in your work with clients, uh, what are some of the most profound transformations you have witnessed when uh, they unlock their voice and embrace their True selves. Oh, so my favorite is that client who came off antidepressants. Um, the other things that are just amazing, it sounds trivial, but um, watching somebody enjoy marketing. Now, the people I work with, they're creatives and visionaries. They, they're, they're seeing a better world and they're creating things that contribute to making a better world. So seeing them enjoy marketing is beautiful. Hearing them share something, hearing somebody else come back to me and say, oh, I witnessed what this person said and it's made me think or it's inspired me. So watching them inspire others is just incredible. But the main, main, main thing is the word confidence. To witness people become confident that what they have to give, what they have to offer in the world is a value. Um, and also setting boundaries because often that's important. Using your words to say, actually, that's not what I want or this is where we stop. Or So yeah, that that kind of transformation, brilliant. Um, yeah, um, they're the ones that come to my mind. Wow, oh. that's lovely. Yeah, yeah, that's lovely, yeah. So also you are talking about the manifesting, right? So how can the voice be used as a tool for manifesting visions and oh creating a positive impact in the world? Oh, wow. Actually, yeah, that's another one that's amazing with the manifestation. I had one client and she literally said, yes, I want to work with you. And what I would like to do is take all my myriad of ideas wow. and bring them to earth and within two days or three, she got someone approach her and want to be her client. And I was with her the other day. She has nine or 10 now. And this is less than a year ago. Um, she said yes. And so that manifestation is just incredible. Like to just, oh my, oh my, oh my. I, I'm with myself. I've done some stuff as well. Like I'm living in a beautiful house right now. And I manifested this house by 
stating my standards. I said it to the world. I said it on social media. I, um, the landlord, the rental market in England is quite crazy, right? And I was looking for a whole year for, for a place where I live. There's not a lot of places coming available. I, um, I, yeah, I'm getting used to, I talk a lot on social media. I show up, I become visible in my process and who I am. Um, so I was looking, I was sharing the the journey and with, with people on social media, et cetera. Um, I found this beautiful home, which I'm in now. And, um, and the, the agent wanted, uh, because it was post COVID and I'd been, you know, I'd lost a lot of work singing and I didn't have anything in my accounts that would show that I could afford it, even if I had have been singing, to be honest. And, um, and then, um, so the agent, I managed to get this home and part of it, I believe was me speaking what I wanted and daring to be, because shame is a big factor. We could talk about shame, shameless or not to feel shameless, to feel my shame and name it about the fact that I set high standards for my home um, to take risks. Anyway, found this beautiful place and they wanted a whole year's rent in advance. Um, And again, I carried on sharing. And before I even had time to like, approach people to ask for loans, people started to offer them, offer them to me. And I managed to borrow all the money for one year's rent and then pay them every month, different people, five people. And so, you know, just speaking what we want to see, I just manifested something else. Very, very beautiful. I have a, a, a person in my life who uh, is quite, is old and new, relationship person, somebody who's, um, I've known for very many years and we've just kind of come together recently. And he has been saying the exact words I've always dreamed a man would say to me. Well, and you know, so we just got to, we've got to dare to speak out what we want to see in our lives. Lovely. That's so lovely. And, uh, so, and also I'd like to uh, congratulate you for, uh, uh, recently you've been uh, connected so have a great life for sure and um, yeah yeah like uh, I, I really loved uh, the way uh, the, you shared things and your journey it's really awesome I would say it's really awesome so so from here like from there like uh, like what role does the self-expression and uh, the authenticity play in the process of unlocking the power within our voice, what do you say? What role does self-expression and authenticity have in unlocking the power of our voice? Um, each human being is a very powerful person, yeah. right? And when we become more authentic, mm-hmm. then we can we can actualize that power. Yeah. So self-expression is about enjoying your life. It's about being really alive. You know, so many people are just going through the motions and a lot of people are struggling. Some people think the world is in a terrible state right now. Um, But when you like tune into your own wisdom, because that's what happens with authenticity. It's like you start to, I call it channeling. Mm-hmm. You're channeling your own wisdom. So I like draw out the wisdom from my clients when they hear the wisdom that comes from them and 
action on it and follow the guidance of their own wisdom, which is their authenticity, then their lives change. They're more fulfillment. They have better relationships. Um, that affects everything. Better, better fulfillment, more better boundaries and more re- better relationships. That affects your personal life, your business life and your health. Yeah. So when you're when you're enjoying yourself, I'm sure you know this healthy mind, healthy life. When you are happy, when you are feeling pleasure and joy, then everything changes in your world. Yeah. Your but your health also is affected. Nowadays, doctors say so many things are related to stress. It's proven now. And so yeah, I hope I answered your question. Definitely, it's it's, it's true. It's true. Definitely, it's correct. Uh, <clears throat> because. Uh, Self-expression is also uh, very important uh, uh, for our in, in in this role play for sure. Great. So, uh, also I want to understand like how does the use of sound uh, beyond the vocalization uh, contribute mm. to sound healing? So, uh, are there any specific practices that you would recommend for individuals who are interested in exploring this aspect further? Yeah, well, I would say using tones, using tones. I I created a vocal toning body scan, which is a lovely way of um, tuning into your body and using sound to tune into your body. It's on my album, Mm, which is four M's. Um, And it's also on YouTube. You could just put the words vocal toning body scan and you will find it. Um, And so that way of just giving yourself an all over toning, uh, vibrational healing is good, but also to express your sounds when they come out, like feelings, just expressing those, um, is, is a type of sound healing because when you're holding in your feelings, you're, you know, when you make sounds to describe your feeling, like, how am I feeling? Or, like when I'm in the studio giving these ceremonies, I feel better just from six minutes of letting these sounds out of my body. So I recommend just releasing tension, releasing feelings. You don't need to come up with thoughts around what they are. Just like, how do I feel? Your body loves it. Yeah. And then playing with the words as well. So um, I still have forgotten the third one. Um, maybe I haven't toning feelings and words. There is another one though. Um, but all of those are great sound healing tools. So just using them and noticing I can taking, you know, like um, I can instead of I can't or yeah, it's a sound healing tool. Um, but music, that, that another one is like singing is just so good for you. And like some people don't sing because they think it's that they can't. But that doesn't matter whether you sound in tune or sound beautiful or not. It's just really good for you. And so singing is great, a form of sound healing. Even, you know, if you're using your diaphragm correctly, um, that pushes on on some, I think it's the adrenal glands that that it could push on that can get you feeling quite high. Um, so chanting would be a great way to do it. Um, so that's a type of sound healing that you can do. And then in terms of like community and loving, like using loving kind words to yourself and to others. And you see my voice just changed and being soothing. Oh, that's the third one. I finally got there. Uh, mm, mm, oh, 
just making and humming. There's yeah. research on humming, which is where the om, om has healing properties with the M part of the hum. So all of those things, you just got to try it. I really want people to try it. And just even like roaring, rah, letting rage out, letting anger out, frustration. It feels good. It could even make you laugh. And laughing is another one. There's so many. <laughs> exactly that that's really great i'd say great definitely so uh i i believe like uh most of the people uh, who will be li- who are listening uh from india will definitely love this episode um and um, thank you so much for this thank you so much also uh, thank you also like uh so what advice do you have for the individuals uh who may feel uh self-conscious or fearful about using their voice as a tool for healing and the self-expression okay so there are ways to uh, first of all you don't have to be loud so this stuff you know so i believe even if i was like it's not super loud right you could put some music on and you could just have you could go to the toilet (laughs) and then it depends you know like on if you can go into nature if yeah. you can go in a car, like if you can go anywhere where there's so much racket that you wouldn't be heard uh, or that you can feel anonymous. Mm-hmm. So nature is good. Um, but, you know, in crowded places, it's a little bit harder. But if you can have music on a device near you and the music can be loud enough to mask the sounds that you're making, that's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, just the humming. Mm-hmm can be so quiet but it's still so soothing um and the way you if you're going to use nice words and for example your healing hands when we do our ceremonies our bath ceremonies we finish with the healing hands and we touch and i have this one on my album as well where you can put your hands on the whole of your body right um but if you do it with words you know and using your own name is really good so if i say alison i I'm with you, Alison. It's okay. You know, that's brilliant. So those that that's you can do that privately. You know, you could just talk yourself down, go to the toilet and talk yourself down for a little while. It's okay. I'm here with you. Mm. Just for as long as, you know, you can excuse yourself without attracting attention. So it's possible. Exactly. That's great. That's great. So before we uh, wrap up, like, what resources or recommendations do you have for the listeners who want to continue uh, exploring the power of their voice, sound healing beyond this podcast episode? Um, I have a, a Facebook group called Free Your True Voice. So we meet on there and like every couple of weeks I go live. Sometimes I interview people. Other times we have discussions because it's an ongoing exploration. How on earth are we going to dare to dare to be ourselves in the world? So um, I pick different topics and we and pe- invite people to Zoom with me and we just talk on the live video about what can be done. Um, like I say, I have my album, mm, 4Ms. Um, you can find it on all streaming platforms or buy it on Bandcamp. Um, and so I have a couple of those that, like I said, the vocal toning body scan is one. Um, the mantras I've created that 
there's five on there that I think, but also, yeah, I mean, if people want to be my client, I can help them make their own mantra and record it for them so they can have a version of it. I recently have made a couple for clients, um, ones on YouTube, but yeah, listening to, you know, because mantra originally is going to be Sanskrit, et cetera, and other languages like that. But actually, you know, words that mean a lot to you. So I have one client and she just did this beautiful one. It's on YouTube. I know the answers. I know the truth. I trust myself. I am enough. Now she made that up. And I made it into a record and it goes on for three minutes. Well, it's not a record. It's on YouTube though. And, um, but my, my album has five that I made up for myself. I play them on repeat for five. If you pay something on repeat, I have one that goes, I am trusting when I'm stressed out. I made it for like, oh my God, it's going to work out. So if I play it on repeat for 20 minutes, then it calms me down. And so using Something like that, the cl- the clients can find, you know, the people, anybody can find the streaming tracks of mine. Um, and that one I just described, you know, just put it on repeat and it just helps to calm you down. But singing along is brilliant. That's lovely. So um, thank you. Thank you, Alison, for sharing everything, for sharing your insights, the uh, knowledge and the unique way you were trying to create a change. That's awesome. So thank you for joining us on this extraordinary episode of Healthy Mind, Healthy Life, where we explored the captivating topic of unlocking the power within uh, through the voice as a sound healing tool. So we extend our heartfelt gratitude to our incredible guest, Alison David, for sharing her expertise and the wisdom. So we hope Thank for, you. So for the listeners, like we hope that this episode has opened your eyes to the profound impact of unlocking your voice, not only on your well-being, but also on your ability to manifest your visions, create the world you want to see, and leave a lasting impact. So embrace. Can I say one more? Yeah. Sorry. Can I say one more thing? Hello, India. I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. That's lovely. So, uh, so embracing the healing uh, vibrations and wisdom within your own voice can lead to personal growth, reprogramming of the mind and a deeper connection with yourself and the others. So remember that your voice is a unique instrument that holds tremendous power. By feeling it or by freeing it, you can tap into your inner wisdom, express your true self and create a ripple effect of healing and positivity in your life and the lives of those around you. So if you have found this episode insightful and inspiring, we encourage you to subscribe to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life for more enriching conversations that explore the profound connection between mental well-being and personal growth and also living a fulfilling life. So thank you once again for being a part of this transformative discussion. As you continue your journey of self-discovery and empowerment, remember to embrace your voice, unlock the power of within yourself and live fully 
and freely until next time be well be authentic and let your voice be heard so thank you so much <laughs>